Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Donald Trump last night after an 11-point win, which, if you, if there weren't such high expectations driven by the polls, would have seemed like a sound spanking. It seemed like less than that because we were expecting a bigger win. But anyway, 11 points yeah. is a lot, and winning the first two states is huge, and whatever. Uh, more on that coming up a little bit later. Uh, we'll hear a little bit of uh, Nikki Haley's speech and some of the things Trump said and the humiliation of Tim Scott and... A variety of things. So stay tuned. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so I was trying to figure out how to tell the story. We'll get to the Hunter Biden thing in a minute. I'm just going to say this, and, and I think a lot of you have dealt with this, dealing with human beings. Anytime you're dealing with human beings, it's going to be frustrating. Homo sapiens. Part of a uh, uh, an organization trying to make a major decision at a meeting. Made, and, and I'm going to change all the facts, but the principles will remain. It's as if an organization is trying to decide, are we going to market to consumers or to a corporate market? You're, you're at your Flat Earthers Club meeting, and you have this we, discussion. Exactly. There's no way. The curve of it just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, <laughs> are, so are we going to be a retailer or a wholesaler. That is what we must decide. Now, we're not here to talk about 
the packaging or or the the marketing message because that's not we're here to talk about are we going to be a wholesaler or a retailer then immediately somebody stands up and says i don't like the packaging it's too red and you think what oh geez oh god would this is why dictatorships are effective you know my i'm not calling for one my least favorite thing in meetings, because this happens a lot at things I go to, uh, uh, they go through a whole bunch of stuff. Then they open it up to questions, and the person or people who showed up late and missed all the information ask <laughs> about it, and hmm. then they go through it all of it again for those of us who were there. <laughs> Right, they uncomfortably look around for a second, and then they just redo everything. Hey, here's what I'm, I'm giving every man or woman listening the balls, the courage, the the uh, 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 the, the what the Hot permission, spot. the permission. I'm giving you the permission to say we covered that earlier. If you'd like to see me after the meeting, I'll bring you up to date. But say that every time we covered that earlier at the beginning. Maybe you weren't here. If you'd like to ask me about it afterwards, we can. Any other questions? No. Make all the people who showed up and heard that the first time listen to it a freaking game. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> people. It's mad. called leadership. Uh, if I, as I get older, I might just become the kind of person that everyone hates, and I will yell that out at meetings. We yes. covered that at the beginning. Do we have to cover this again? And I don't care if everybody hates me. I'll just say that, and I'll go home satisfied. <laughs> you would be a hero. <laughs> a hero. <laughs> so true. Uh, so I find this. Uh, uh, I just. I wish I could uh, un- unreal this for you in real time. Uh, I, I became aware of the testimony of Hunter Biden's art dealer in front of the House Committee, the Oversight Committee, and the things that he said, um, which. Uh, among other things, make it clear that what we were told at the beginning, that uh, the identity would be carefully hidden and there would be no chance for any untoward, any ethics violation, blah, blah, blah. That was completely fictional. Utterly without truth. So just big picture, am I supposed to believe that Hunter Biden living his crazy lifestyle of horrors? Oh, I'm sorry, and- hang on, I gotta finish, I gotta finish. So, uh, that was the first thing I became aware of. And then Jack casually mentioned at the end of the last segment, well, the Washington Post is covering it. They had an article about it. To, to my surprise, I hadn't seen it. So I went and found that article, and it is a tour. De, it is a masterpiece, speaking of art. It is Beethoven's Ninth Symphony of writing a story around the facts. Awesome. And the facts that you feel like, oh, my God, I got to mention this, are buried 443 paragraphs deep in the story. It is a master class in untruthful journalism. So I want to hear all this. But so all along, am I supposed to believe that Hunter Biden, who is uh, living a life of whores and gambling and uh, and sex and smoking crack and all that sort of stuff in his spare time was really working on his craft, though? Was practicing his art. When did he? When did he learn to paint? When did or he fit that, that into his life? That he was just so life? mind-bogglingly talented, he really didn't have to. I don't think that's true for anybody. Anyway, that's weird that he fit that into his <laughs> life somewhere. That is weird. Um, <laughs> so, all right, where do I start? I guess uh, let's start with the uh, the testimony of the art dealer. Um, 
And what's the total number? Because I think that gets your attention to realize what we're talking about here. It's like a million and a half dollars total? Uh, yeah, I think he made, uh, oh, 10 buyers uh, paid a total of uh, $1.5 million for his work. Uh, I, I like art. I actually have some art. I generally look for really talented local and regional people. I have no interest in spending a zillion dollars in, in impressing anybody. Um, I just like to support people I think are talented and working hard. Anyway, the idea that these are $150,000 each on average you're into holy crapville. I know you. I know you see the headlines about a Renoir went for forty-eight million dollars. But I mean, in the world of like real people, one hundred fifty k. What? Yeah, that's as insane as it sounds to you. But he sold ten for an average of one hundred fifty k and made just under a million dollars from it. And his gallery owner gets forty uh, percent. I think he made six hundred thousand dollars. His testimony. Uh, coming up after a brief oh. word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. Might as well cram it in here. Uh, and uh, with the unrest on our streets, bums and junkies and crime and, and DAs who don't prosecute, you need to protect your stuff and your family. Use the best home security system, according to U.S. News and World Report. Simply Safe. What if somebody broke into your house and you've got a Hunter Biden painting? You've got. Uh... Stripper by Lake at Sunset or some painting like that. Spent three hundred fifty grand on it. <laughs> and somebody steals it. Well, you'd know it. You'd find out with the new 24-7 Live Guard protection for Simply Safe, where the monitoring agents could say, back away from the Hunter Biden painting. They can actually speak to the thieves while they're in your home. How cool is that? Notice the brushwork on the crack. How you really see the depth of the rock of crack, how it sprinkles, the light reflects. It's just beautiful. You can see the glitter in the stripper's hair. (laughs) Right. It's beautiful. Uh, 24-7 monitoring is highly affordable, costs less than a bucket a half the price of traditional home security. If you're buying Hunter Biden's garbage, you don't need to worry about that, but the rest of us do. It's super affordable and super effective. Satisfaction guaranteed. Try Simply Safe for 60 days risk-free. If you don't love it, return your system for a full refund. Hey, while you're on the website, check out the cameras, the high-def cameras. They're so good and cool. Keep your own family safer. Never in the new year, you can save 20% off your new system with Fast Protect Plan by visiting simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Customize your system in moments. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hurrah. So here's uh, the testimony. Uh, they ask him at this point, there have been, uh, had there been discussions about keeping the buyers of Hunter Biden's art anonymous? Answer I believe the, in the first one, he, in the first contract, he, he was able to know who the buyers were. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how it was phrased, but I remember that was the difference. Is that normal or, or what's the, is that a normal kind of contract? Art dealer says, that part was different than normally. The gallerist does not let the artist know who the collectors are. So, so wait a minute. Let's stop right there. So not only did what was claimed not happen, that, oh, we're keeping a very strict secrecy, but the, the opposite happened. In defiance of all norms and tradition, it was demanded of this art dealer, whose name is Berger, I believe, um, oh, yeah, I got to know who's buying the art. Well, okay, dude, if you want, all right, I'll tell you. Hunter Biden wanted to know who was purchasing his art when he first started with you? Yeah, that was the initial contract, correct. So, and here's where it gets great. So, when you're seeing in the press, this is the question, obviously, that the White House is putting in certain safeguards regarding an ethics agreement, but you've had no conversations about it with the White House? I mean, 
Did you ever say to Hunter Biden, hey, where's this coming from? This is in the press saying the White House is involved in this ethics agreement. They're not even involved in the agreement at all. I, I might have said that. Yeah, I probably did. Um, do you remember what he said to you? I don't. I remember. I do remember being surprised. Why were you surprised? Well, because I hadn't had any communication with the White House about an agreement. And the question... And so I'm trying to understand what you're surprised about. When the White House is putting out this statement that they're working with Hunter Biden and the gallerist regarding an ethics agreement, and you've never had a conversation with the White House or councils, never had a conversation with the White House, correct? Uh, well, yeah, that surprised me. Well, did you ever see a statement from the White House, or did you just see the press report about what the press was saying the White House said? I just saw the press reports, I think. Wow, yeah. so, so he's following the news and seeing all this stuff about their, the White House is working very hard to uh, put up walls between the buyers and Hunter Biden's art to make sure no shenanigans happen or anything like that. And he's thinking, what? Nobody what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> right, yeah. Question, well, do you have any reason to believe the press reports are incorrect? Well, they were incorrect. <laughs> he says, he's like, what, how are they incorrect? There was no agreement. That's how they're incorrect. So back to the question and answer. Based upon my math, just the Kevin Morris. Kevin Morris is the sugar brother. Um, and, and I've got quotes from him in the WAPO that are hilarious. With, but, with the tight purple suits and the slick back hair, that guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, the party boy. Um, and the heavy-duty Democrat donor. Uh, based on, on my math, just the Kevin Morris and the uh, Elizabeth Naftali, she's another big Democratic donor who got a plum position in the Biden administration after buying one of Hunter's paintings. Surely just a coincidence. Anyway, <laughs> so based upon my math, just the Kevin Morris and Elizabeth Naftali purchases totaled 64% of the total money that's been spent on Hunter Biden's art. Correct. Okay. So we can say, and if you add in Bill Jacques, it's approximately 70%. Uh, so despite this agreement that's been set up, 70% of the art that's been purchased, Hunter Biden knows the buyer based on my calculations. So my question to you is, uh, okay, then that's not terribly consequential. Let's skip ahead. Um, so Kevin Morris just paid you the 40% of the $875,000, correct? He gave you a check. Normally, he would pay $875,000 to the gallery, and then you would give 60% of the artist, correct? Have you ever done that before? The arrangement that happened where you got paid directly the 40% from the purchaser, has that ever happened before? What he's explaining or getting at is when you buy a piece of art from a gallery, you pay the gallery, then the gallery pays the artist. But in this case, the purchaser wrote a check to the gallery for their cut and then paid the artist directly, which never happens. No. So not only was it strictly anonymous, not that, everybody knew precisely who was buying what and who was exchanging money, and they exchanged it directly in a way that never happens in the art world. Uh, has, has that ever happened before? Not that I can recall. Uh, I'm a collector. I don't want to ruin the relationship with the artist that they have with the gallery, so... Right. Uh, question, if you don't know the 60% of the 875, Hunter Biden never got paid that, you don't know if he did or didn't. I don't know. You don't know? But in this experience, this is the only time this has happened with you, this kind of payment. Yep, that I can recall. <laughs> oh, 
we're making a, putting up a high ethical wall. And it goes on and, and goes into this chick, Naftali, who got the plum position in the Biden administration after buying the art. But I think you get the idea. Uh, everybody knew who she was, uh, direct payments, et cetera, et cetera. Can you imagine if this had been Eric Trump, the artist, and selling it for millions of dollars and no barrier between the Trump family and who was buying it and somebody got a job in the White House and all that sort of stuff? Oh, my God. And then the one final note is they really drive home that this woman had never been to the gallery, never talked to this guy, never bought any art, nothing, totally unknown. Then as soon as Joe Biden wins the presidency, she shows up with her checkbook and wants to spend six figures on uh, art, this art, this specific art. But there was a high ethical wall built. It's money laundering. Good Lord. It's so amazingly transparent. We got more on the way. Stay here. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, I heard about a man in China who was disqualified from a marathon after he chain-smoked cigarettes the entire race. (laughs) It was cute. Every few miles, they had uh, tiny water cups for him to ash in. <laughs> Why would they disqualify you for smoking? If you want to smoke when you're in the race, hey, what the hell difference does it make? They're damn communists. Who knows what they do and why they do it? Uh, next segment, we'll play you some clips from some of the speeches last night. Trump won by 11 points. We heard from Nikki Haley. We heard from Trump and a couple of those things and some of the analysis. A couple of other things first, though. Billy Joel is going to release his first new single in 32 years in a couple of days. Wow. I, I hadn't realized it had been that long, number uh, one. Yeah, he decided in 1990, well, I suppose you could do the math, 1991, 92, something like that. He decided, nobody wants to hear anything from me anymore. I've said everything i got to say. I'm done. He just decided that on his own. Even though he was still very popular in selling gazillions of albums, he just thought, give other people a chance. Well, I don't know what happened, but he's going to release a new song. Um, in a sad celebrity news, Dana Carvey's son, I think I mentioned it on the show, died of a drug overdose about a month ago. Mm. And the reason I mention this is because he was uh, struggling with drug addiction like a lot of your uh, celebrities do. In his body, he had fentanyl, ketamine, and cocaine. There's that ketamine again that got Matthew Perry 
It must be a hot thing among your Hollywood crowd. Yeah. I didn't really know yeah. anything about the whole ketamine thing till the Matthew Perry story came out. Don't do ketamine, kids. Plans? I wonder if he knew what he was doing. I wonder if he knew what drugs he was taking in, because half the time you don't, or 80% of the time, I don't know. Yeah, good question. Plans for the tallest building in the United States are underway, and guess where it's being built? You would guess New York? L.A.? Chicago? Nope, Oklahoma City is going to build the tallest building in America. It's going to be 1,907 feet high, and uh, they're starting work on it. Right there in uh, Tornado Alley. Great plan. And a quick sports note that doesn't matter to you unless you follow the NBA, but this is a shocker. The Bucks, the Milwaukee Bucks fired their coach. Why would anybody care? They had the second best record in the league halfway through the season, and they fired their coach. I don't remember that ever happening in any sport. The speculation, though, is that the their big star, the Greek freak, who just signed a $185 million extension, Duh. Uh, had lost confidence in the coach. And if you're the guy you just paid that much says, I'd like to play for somebody different, I think you get somebody different, even if you have the second-best record in the league, I guess. I don't like your X's and O's. Get me someone else. I know you have an update on the Chiefs sickles, the uh, frozen Kansas City Chiefs fans. Yeah, you thought you went to a good playoff party. These guys froze to death in the backyard and or porch of their buddy's house. And nobody found them for a couple of days. Yeah, well, we posited a theory yesterday, and uh, it's starting to look pretty accurate, but stay with us for that. An update. Awesome. What a weird story that is. Then we got two football games on Sunday, right? The championship games? Are they both Sunday? Yes, sir. Your conference championships. Yes. That's a fun day of football right there. Oh, yes. Fantastic. I got friends that are going to the NFC championship game, and I feel a little bit of a tug to do it again, but I just just can't do it. The, The money, the time, I just can't do it. Listen to that tug. I've listened to the tug and go, huh, Micah? <laughs> I think I'd water down the experience for the kids. That's it. I, I want them to have the loving memory of the last Saturday when we went. Uh, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Your team loses in a blowout. Not so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did Trump say? What did Nikki Haley say? We'll play you some of the speeches. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Uh, Nikki Haley gave a great speech last night. She's really good at that. I think she's a very good politician. Um, And uh, she was pretty good in an 11-point blowout and seemed like Ron DeSantis. Of course, Ron DeSantis got up there the night of Iowa and said, I just got my ticket punched. We're going on. And like two days later, he got out of the race. So Mm -hmm. you never exactly know what's going on. Uh, But Nikki Haley got up there and gave a uh, positive speech and says... uh, we're fighting on, and we got dozens of states left to go, and I'm not exactly sure what her strategy is. Particularly wonder how she's going to handle the, the loss in South Carolina 30 days from now. I don't know what you say in that speech. That one's going to have to be carefully crafted. I have three theories as to what she's doing. The first one is idiotic. The second one is so unlikely as to be not worth boring you with. And the third one is she's getting out in the next two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like uh, the only problem with because the, the actually the only theory that holds a little water is the the proverbial the the legendary waiting for Trump to stumble or get convicted or have a heart attack or whatever strategy. The downside of that is you have to endure humiliation after humiliation while you're waiting for that to happen. I can't imagine losing by 30 in your own state. And then bravely announcing we're on to Super Tuesday. (laughs) Can you imagine? Well, even without that, and then living there with your children for the rest of your life in the state where you lost by 30 points. No, you got to leave. Change your name. Something. (laughs) I don't know. Dye your hair. Move to Mexico. (laughs) Change your name. Yeah, exactly. Grow a mustache. I mean, seriously, I just think that would be a really weird dynamic for your friends, your neighbors at the school. Hi, hi, I'm Mrs. Haley. How are things going? Hey, nice job. They're running. Sorry about your national humiliation. Anyway, she uh, she says she's in. She the the the, the real clear uh, politics average of the polls had her losing by about twenty, and she ended up losing by eleven because there was an extraordinary turnout among the not-actually-Republican crowd there in New Hampshire that had switched over to vote in this thing. And uh, like I said earlier, expectations are a weird thing. So if you're expecting her to lose by 30 and she only wins by 11, it almost seems like something good happened, but it didn't really. Well, especially given the circumstances, New Hampshire is a state where independents and Democrats can vote in the opposite primary if they want to. I mean, good for her. Um, Yeah, so you got that. And then uh, Trump came out. And uh, talked about Nikki Haley afterwards. Let's hear a little bit about that. Did you ever think that she actually appointed you, Tim? (laughs) And think of it, appointed, and you're the senator of his state, and she endorsed me. You must really hate her. (laughs) No, it's uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh oh. I just love you. No, that's that's why he's a great politician. So that was Trump on stage with his victory speech. Uh, I've won New Hampshire three times. Nobody has ever done that. And we won Iowa and New Hampshire. And uh, he referenced the fact that Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina was standing right behind him and said, you must really hate her to be endorsing me. he, uh, He launched into that what the hell is he talking about section. And she endorsed me. You must really wait. Nikki Haley has absolutely not endorsed you. 
What what are you talking about? You endorsed me. And she must really hate you. That was completely confusing. I have no idea what he's talking about. Right. And then Tim Scott, to get up there to the microphone, I just love you. Is uh... Yeah, I get that. That was actually a pretty good spin. You must really hate her. And he's like thinking, I don't want to be on the record as saying I right. freaking hate right. Nikki right. Haley. Because right. she's right. got a future probably. Right. Right. And he probably, he's a nice guy. And he probably really likes her, would be my guess. Right. Yeah. A little more Trump. But if you took the 10 worst presidents and put them together, the 10 worst, absolutely 10 worst. I used to say five. Remember, I said I'd say five. Then I said, wait a minute, we can add another five. They would not have done the damage that crooked Joe Biden has done to our wonderful country. There's never been anything like it. And you say, are they stupid people? I don't think so, because nobody can cheat that well if they're stupid. Do they hate our country? They must hate our country. You look at the border. What are you going to do? What's your argument against what Trump just said? No, they love our country. They just want millions of people to come into it. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. Counterpoint there. <laughs> Can we hear that again? What? What, what? what did the old man say? We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. So somebody said, somebody texted, he said, don't mess with the men of America unless you want to get the benefit. But even if he was trying to say that, what does that don't. mean? Mess the McMinniman America. Don't mess with the men of America unless you want to get the benefit. I think he was actually saying the women of America, if you want to get the benefit. You what? Mean the booty? What are you talking about? The, what's, what's the benefit? The, I don't think it was about booty. <laughs> One more time, Michael. Mess with the men of America unless you want to get the benefit. No, that second part is just indecipherable. Okay, let's hear the whole thing again, because then it, the, yeah. <laughs> we'll teach Donald Trump a, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. Hmm. Friends with benefits? <laughs> unless you want friends with benefits. Uh, that's what he was saying. Don't so that, mess with the men in right. America unless yeah. you want to get the benefit. Yeah, I do want to get the benefit. Um, So, uh, I would love to... And perhaps we can do this at some point in our free time, uh, I say to the crew. Um, let's come up with a clip from, well, I don't know, because his coherence varies so much depending on the time of day and his medication and the rest of it. But uh, what I'm driving toward is he has declined so drastically in the last year, never mind two years. Again, the idea that in six months he'll just be peachy is idiotic. I mean, it's just, it's impossible. Yeah, but then there's the, um, as we played the clip yesterday, uh, Trump is having his uh, confusions where he talked about Nikki Haley was responsible for the Capitol on January 6th. And he met Nancy Pelosi, that whole thing from Friday. Um and then I actually heard the audio in this one the other day. I should have grabbed it where he said, we are an institute in a powerful death penalty. Trump said, like, kind of in the middle of a speech about something. It's like, what are you talking about? We are an institute yeah. in a powerful death penalty? In, Is that what you In a powerful death We are an institute in a powerful death penalty. Everybody just kind of looked at him. 
she endorsed me. You must really hate her. Nikki Haley did not endorse you. What are you talking about? Yeah, I just, uh, I am concerned. Um, because for all of my objections to Trump, I look at the absolute horror, the crime, and I, crime's not a strong enough word, the treason that is taking place on the border. It's, I, I believe it to be treasonous. I don't think that is uh, an overstatement. Maybe it's a stretch of the legal concept, but it is it is maladministration to the point of you know negligent homicide of the country. I see that, and I hear, yeah, Trump says he's going to close the border, and I believe him. Okay. So he's a jackass. So he's rude. Childish sometimes. He's going to close the border. I guess childish. Childish is my choice. And that has been the number one issue for voters in both of the first two states. As it should be. And you know what? I'm almost encouraged that Americans are seeing past the desperate spin of and and delay of the, the, the weak, weak, dishonest media. And they're perceiving the truth. Good for y'all. I'm glad. So we've got a couple of people texting this as to Trump. Uh, uh, he, he doesn't stumble. He just uses the wrong words or pronouns or he, he's talking about her when he means him or whatever. Uh, yeah. And a couple of people say, I wonder if flying to all these events and the court dates and all the pressure is actually getting to him. I can't imagine doing that. And I'm 25 years younger, says this texter. It's possible. He's under an insane amount of pressure. Maybe the biggest pressure for a guy like him being the... He's going to appeal it, but at least right now, he got hit with, what, a $300 million judgment? Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. I don't care who the hell you are. And maybe the yes. inability to do business going forward in New York. Nobody gets sharper the more tired they are. So, yeah, it's got to be fatigued. I can't even imagine that schedule of going to these different campaign events, doing all the interviews, giving the speeches, the rallies, shaking hands, going into the restaurant. Flying to a courthouse, sitting there, the stress of that, and what might I, I can't even imagine that. Well, and I'm just, I'm less worried about Trump's uh, mental acuity, I guess, uh, because he's so much sharper than Biden, and that his Veep will, by definition, be smarter than Kamala Harris, because there's hardly anybody dumber. Um, I mean, I think of uh, the various people that have been rumored to be, uh, you know, a potential vice president, and some of them I consider scoundrels or, or, or phonies or whatever, but they're not, like, patently stupid. <laughs> so, so if Trump fades and has to go, 25th Amendment or whatever, at least there will be somebody who's not a, a, a dope. So before we take a break, uh, Nikki Haley last night and in uh, recent speeches, she has sharpened her attacks against Donald Trump talking about his legal problems and maybe his um, uh, mental slide, as we've just been discussing. Do you think she goes further down that road? Of Yes. Like, really, like, Chris Christie style, getting into, you know, Trump's shorts? Yeah, I think it's possible that the traditional powers that be, the money people and... Uh, well, the powers that be in the Republican Party, uh, who are highly uncomfortable with the Trump uh, party... Um, I believe it's possible they have somehow incentivized her to hang in there and beat the crap out of him because they want this era to be over as quickly as possible. They want him to lose? You think the Republican powerful want Trump to lose? Yeah, 100%. Wow. Yeah, they'll wait four years. I mean, Biden would be a humiliation for the Democratic Party. If Biden-Harris got into office again, that would be one of the great disasters to ever befall the Democratic Party. And these guys can wait four years. Yeah, unfortunately, maybe it'd ever befall the country if you care about that and not just politics. They don't. They don't. 
you say. Yeah. No, I, I'm, not, I'm being serious. They don't. If Nikki Haley sharpens her attacks on Trump, she goes from losing by 30 in her home state to 50. <laughs> right, but again, that's, she's in it for different reasons than we normally assume. I, I don't know what it is. I know some of my more conspiratorial-oriented uh, friends would say, you know, they've already uh, promised her board seats on Raytheon and, uh, and Lockheed Martin and whatever. Um, and, and they vowed to make her very, very wealthy um, if she hangs in there and beats the crap out of Trump for them. Uh, I don't think that's completely, uh, that's, that's not impossible. Wow. In fact, the more I think about it, the more likely it seems to me. Unless I actually was going to move, I still wouldn't for the money if that's what was happening take a humiliation in my home state among all my friends and family like she's how much money we talking about (laughs) unless you actually are gonna like you know dye your hair blonde change your name move to los angeles (laughs) you're gonna completely humiliate me and i come away from it with 10 million dollars 15 million dollars Humiliate away let's get the humiliating starting (laughs) what are you waiting for start the humiliation What are we? What are we gonna do here? Strip me naked? Hit me with pies? What? Uh, verbal derision? Whatever. Bring it on. Let's go. Hit me with pies. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want. Let's get started. If you have any theories, text line four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We can play some examples of Nikki Haley sharpening her attacks maybe in hour three, if you want. Long, bitter, and ugly. That's the race from this moment on. Stay with us for live team coverage. It's uh, not exactly Sherlock Holmes, Arthur Conan Doyle, the uh, case of the Frozen Chiefs fans, but it is getting a fair amount of attention, these... uh, Three guys go to their buddy's house to watch the Chiefs-Rams game on January the 9th. And uh, two days later, their friends, family members, they haven't seen them. They can't find them. 
and they're calling the guy whose house they were at over and over again. He doesn't pick up. Some of them go to his house, bang on the door, yelling for him. Finally, this one gal busts a window and gets inside and is yelling for the homeowner. Where are our friends? But she found the bodies frozen of the three guys. One on the back patio, two of them frozen to death in the backyard. Ten minutes later, the cops show up and homeowner comes out nonchalant in his boxers with an empty wine glass in hand, according to the gal who found the bodies. I'm picturing Lebowski. Yeah, you know what? Not bad. Uh, So we were speculating yesterday, and the cops are saying this is absolutely 100% not being investigated as a homicide. Foul play is not suspected. Our guess was these guys were doing drugs. Yeah. And and the three guys OD'd or passed out or whatever. Why they were out back on such a cold night, nobody's sure. Went out to smoke, maybe. Oh, well, yeah, it could be, actually. That's one of the possibilities the homeowner's lawyer has brought up. But uh, to that's a our theory... Thing. That's a common thing in the cold weather places. You're outside smoking, huddled around, freezing to death. But you got smoking's so important, you got to do it. Right. Well, and if you're doing, like, serious hard drugs... And three of your friends are dead. Maybe you don't say that right away. You hire a lawyer and your lawyer says, yeah, we'll keep that to ourselves for now. Anyway, uh, to that point, uh, three visitors, I'm sorry, uh, da, 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 one of, after the fiance, one of the victims broke into his home and found the bodies. Uh, speaking of the homeowner, quote, he was asleep. He, oh, I'm sorry. No, that's his his lawyer. The the homeowner's lawyer says he was asleep. He was asleep on the couch. The last memory he has of them is leaving out the front door. He doesn't know what happened um with them until you know when the police came Tuesday night to his house. He was sleeping for two solid days, which I've never had. The, I've never partied like that. But that some people party like that, right? Where you have to sleep for a couple of days to catch up. Yeah, if you're tweaking like for a week or something like that, or you're unconscious for a couple of days. Yeah, I thought like some yeah, some of your meth people they like are up for several days and you sleep for several days. Right. Yeah. So I understand. I don't know, somebody get Hunter um, Biden on the phone. Maybe we could ask him what it's like. Yeah. This this guy. Uh, well, according to the lawyer, anyway, <clears throat> he works at some scientific outfit that works on uh, HIV vaccines or something like that. Um, he's a scientist, uh, but uh, yeah, it's clearly a drug overdose thing. Can you imagine? Oy. Well, it's probably painless. Yeah. 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 Fell asleep yeah. and froze to death. Yeah. Well, there are worse ways to go, but, you know, I'm in my 30s. I'd prefer not to die after watching a football game at all. Eat, eat, eaten by hogs? That'd be worse. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Wood, go on, we, please. We've done the wood chipper story many times. That's the worst. Sure. Oh, but uh, brief. Oh, God, not. Oh, no, I'm not brief enough. You are to blame. You brought it up. Huh. Speaking of football, the Bills kicker missed a critical kick and Wide right. been getting death threats uh, online, of course. But his supporters have responded by donating to a local cat shelter that he has supported. So, and if you ever call in death threats to a kicker for your favorite team because they missed, what the hell is wrong with you? Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.